This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld How are we doing? We're, you know, we're doing good. We're making it happen. We have a <laughs> we have a great interview today with Dolores Catania, our favorite broken woman. Um, you guys, like <laughs> she was out of everyone, not everyone, because, you know, we love everyone, but out of oh. everyone that Dylan and I have interviewed, she is like <laughs> quite possibly the one of the nicest humans I've ever talked to in my life. I wouldn't disagree with that characterization. Dolores is lovely. Um, Jersey has been such a great season. Obviously, the season finale was this week. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to talk about the Dallas reunion a little bit and then stick around for our interview with Dolores. And in the meantime, don't forget to subscribe to our Mention It All newsletter at betches.co slash bravo newsletter. I write it so you know it's going to be amazing. Um, it comes once a week on Fridays, so we're not, you know, spamming you or anything. Just the best Bravo stuff. I am already hyped to write about Portia and Simon this week because there's just too much going on. Simply too much going on. Well, and um, then after we talked, <laughs> they announced that Portia signed a three-part Bravo show about her life. Yeah, you. Know, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see cool good for her I, it could be great it could be boring who knows and then uh did you see that ryan serhant's getting another new show yes i did i did we'll see. see that we'll see. um yeah he, he's renovating so that should I, be i really haven't fun. watched i haven't watched the million dollar listing premiere yet i gotta go back oh, and watch Dylan, it well you know i am very patient because you know i we i know we don't <laughs> talk about it every week but like we this, can this we'll talk show about, we will though okay. because Kelly Ben Simone was in the premiere, but yes, not yes, a yes. lot. And also mm-hmm. Dorinda's gonna be in this season too, a little bit. Okay, little bit. how about okay, how about for Monday's episode? <laughs> I'll catch up. We can talk about that. It'll be the Shaw's premiere. We'll have a great little okay. catch up Monday. Okay. It'll be a fun time. Um okay. Fabulous <laughs> Medicine Monday. Oh, it'll That's- be no longer Medicine Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're done. Let's talk about our business at hand, which is the Dallas reunion part two. This season is finally done. I feel, I feel free. I feel a weight lifted off my shoulders. Um, It was a little up and down of a season, some good moments, some really bad moments and a lot of just kind of mediocre moments. Well, you know what I forgot to mention last week? I know we mentioned it all, but I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Sorry, had to plug Sometimes ourselves just too much to mention. Simply they, too much going When on. they had a reel of all of them getting drunk together throughout the season, I was like, damn, Dallas can like party. They, they showed they... all of them like very drunk throughout the season, like falling, but having a good time. 
And, and they also, Dallas, I can't remember, one of the Instagram accounts posted, Dallas loves a theme party more than any other city. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're having our 80s rocker bus day. We're having our Dallas prom. We're having our 80s it's night at South Fork Ranch. We're going to have the Hawaiian party. We're going to have the pizza party. Like, they, every event has to have some kind of angle. Um, yeah, but still this season, this reunion, we kick back off with uh, Tiffany and Cameron still kind of, you know, not on the same page about what's going on. And we get into this idea that this term that Tiffany has used about Cameron, which is white-splaining. And it's it's just such a tough thing because I think that everybody in this cast wants to get along with Tiffany. And I think that they want to, you know, have peace in the group, but I don't think they're willing to do kind of the hard work of understanding where Tiffany's coming from and understanding why they might need to think a little harder and do some work in that way. And so it's like when, when Tiffany and Cameron, after they had all of their issues this episode, when they decided that they were going to move forward and hug it out, I was like, I don't actually think we're at that point with them. Like, it didn't feel like Cam really earned that moment from Tiffany. And I think Tiffany probably felt pressure to kind of do that and be like, okay, Cameron, let's move on. I don't know. I feel like Tiffany's not the type of person to feel pressured and to do anything, but I totally get what you're saying because I felt that, that way too. It was like, a, it was... It was um, like a rushed hug. Like they didn't get to the bottom of their arguments yeah, yet. But right. the thing is, I'm I'm not on, you know, a lot of the things we'll get to like what Cameron was saying was very not correct and not nice. But at the same time, like white splaining, I feel like is not the nicest like term to use. Yeah, I mean, either. I think, I think <laughs> like, it's that's tough not because, nice. I mean, Tiffany talks in this part of the reunion about some of the season, you know, she was focused on trying to get a reaction and to create these moments. And I think that in some of these situations, um, you know, Tiffany has maybe done things that she know will make people a little mm-hmm. upset. And I think, unfortunately, the other women kind of haven't always, you know, treated her in the best way. Right. But yeah. I mean, we we talked last week about how Tiffany has not had a, a perfect, flawless season, but unfortunately, because of the kind of more serious issues we can't mm-hmm. kind of it, oh yeah. yeah it doesn't feel as like light and fun to talk about and like when tiffany says that it seems like cameron is more concerned with being perceived as doing something racist versus like actually hurting tiffany and cameron basically is like yeah wouldn't you be like in this climate we're in and it's like that's just not like, that's not the right way to really respond to that. And I don't know, we've seen they're on, fired up on Twitter today. Um, Tiffany and Cameron have been going back and forth. um, And, you know, Cameron is reiterating how she was checking in on Tiffany and had receipts of texts that she sent her. Um, And Tiffany is kind of like, okay, like, you know, take some accountability, like all this stuff. And then court jumped in and said that anti-racism is racism. And uh, he says, I don't understand how many of your patients would be comfortable with you treating them with your open, vile racism, which I feel like court just needs to sit this one out. Like that's not. uh, So that's the tweet I read too. And I was like, anything. 
oh, oof. That is like both feet and mouth. Like that is not, that was not necessary. It wasn't, you were like trying to make a dig, but at the same time, not proving a point at all. Only proving that like, again, yes, you're right. You it should not have be involved a, That in doesn't this. have anything yeah. to do with show drama. It's no, like you're saying something so nasty and personal. Whereas like Cameron and Tiffany, it's like, yeah, there's some, there's some rough stuff that they're saying to each other, but they're going back and forth about, you know, whether Cameron was checking in on Tiffany during filming. It's not like she's saying you're like this horrible, you know, vile racist person. I loved when D'Andro was like, can you stop pulling out a piece of paper every time you need to get up make a point? Cause like, it's actually really annoying. Cameron's like, listen, like I know girl, I know it's annoying, but like, stop. And it was like very cringy to watch because like land the plane, you know, like it what, was, what are you, it was what are you going to do? I Yeah, I saw some people tweeting, and I think this is totally right, that there is such a thing as relying too heavily on receipts. Mm -hmm. And there were certain things like, if you're being questioned when you say something and somebody's saying like, you know, I don't believe that you sent that text or whatever, that's when you pull out the receipt, not anytime Andy asks you a question. <laughs> like, it was very much like, yeah, I get that you have a lot of papers over there, but we don't need to see them all because nobody actually cares that much. And I loved when when they were talking about the putting the um, crickets and the pizza and Cam says that that's actually, um, you know, that's actually illegal on in Texas yeah. and it's a misdemeanor. And she pulls out the, uh, as she says, the panel codes. And <laughs> <laughs> it just was like, Cameron, Listen. Cameron, Cameron, like I, I think Cameron can be really funny and a really great time. A lot, like a lot of the time on the show, I enjoy her, but it's like, just give it a rest a little bit. Like, it's because too you much. know, it's not good when I know I was going to say that earlier too. And I was like, I obviously like Cameron, like, and then when she does things like this, I'm like, I can't really defend you. And also my point is that you see all the other women on stage too can't really defend her either because you know it's bad when not one of your castmates like helps you you know like She's, helps in your defense i feel like no cameron one. is the kind of person where her per her persona and i think this is real for the most part is kind of ridiculous and over the top and whatever but then she can't like let things go and kind of like laugh it off so then so i think she struggles at the reunion because it's like she takes all this stuff so personally and it's like girl none of this is that deep for the most part like just it's the crickets and the pizza like tiffany said she shouldn't have done it she well, doesn't need to pull say, out the penal code like what they say that she in the beginning she remember it triggered her when someone told her to loosen up not and and like it's the same like, thing let it go like let it go but she can't and also when she was like yup to tiffany your tweet was removed your tweet was removed and tiffany goes no I deleted my tweet. Like Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter, she goes, Twitter did not delete my tweet. I deleted uh, it. It's so funny though. When Andy like laughs at, laughs at a situation too. Cause he's just like, come on. Like this. But is think ridiculous. about like with the Potomac reunion last season, when Monique mm -hmm. brought that binder, obviously people were saying like, Oh, we want to see everything that's in the binder, but we don't actually want to see everything that's in the binder. We want it to be used when it makes sense. And I feel like Cameron kind of had her, you know, essentially her binder and she decided to open it every time she had the floor. And it's like, no, this is actually not how we move forward. Um, I did think I was glad that we got to all of, all of Brandy's stuff. We were talking about her 
baby journey and we saw Brie Lynn, um, the car accident that Brinkley was in with her yeah. mother-in-law who passed away. That was, I mean, I, I sort of forgot about that and it was like, oh damn, like this is intense. And then immediately we get into the Brian video. Yeah, it was a little like, too Whoa. immediate. If you, yeah, it was, it was very quick. Um, I was like, well, like, give her like, like a wow, minute. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with you and we're so sorry for your loss. So, so there's this is video. your husband <laughs> cheating on you? Yeah, it was like, ah, but I guess how oh. else are you going to transition with that? But the thing is, Brandy was very open and honest about like everything. And they even obviously brought back up the video and asked Tiffany and Tiffany said, like, I never thought you were racist. Obviously, you made a mistake. And the thing is that Tiffany said she's like, she apologized. She learned what else. And this goes for cancel culture with everyone. Like, what else do you want them to do? Like, at that point, you need Brandy to get on her knees and beg and plead. Like, she clearly, like, no, I don't think she, I don't think it's ever done. I don't think you're ever done learning. I think right. there's obviously always more um, to do to learn to grow. But at this point, I think her and Tiffany can move on as friends because there's no hard feelings with each other within that friendship. Right. And like, I mean, I am not Brandy's biggest fan, mm -hmm. but Tiffany never... I thought Tiffany was more gracious than she needed to be to yeah. Brandy throughout the filming. And so I was glad that Tiffany stood up for herself and basically said, like, I don't know what I would have done to make you feel uncomfortable besides like being there. And based on the way you were acting, it didn't actually seem like you were uncomfortable. Like we were, you know, making fart jokes and, you know, getting wasted and stuff like that. So I, I feel like they kind of said what they needed to say. I think, Honestly, it's, I didn't, at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't have ever guessed this, but I left the reunion feeling way better about Brandy's relationship with Tiffany than whatever's going on with Cameron. Totally. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if Brandy will stay on the show. It seems a little unlikely, but. Wait, what do you mean? I she, don't, she, she announced that she's not. She like did, but then they didn't talk about it. I don't know. Now I feel unclear about that whole thing, but oh. I don't know. I, Brandy was not. I feel like they very much kept brand all of Brandy's stuff to like one segment because she wasn't actually there. And I guess that's fine. I don't yeah, because she was like, if I was there, I would have pulled out my own chair. Like when they went back to. I did. I liked Leanne. that she said that because I have thought about that moment and it makes me cringe. And um, oh, I'm glad that, that Brandy was kind of like, she seemed like humbled about that situation yeah. that reminded me as i was watching the reunion when la when we were talking about leanne being involved last week yeah. and they kind of cleared it up a little that leanne wasn't the one that's allegedly wasn't the one that sent it to her daughter i think they right. said leanne, that she was the like, one who leaked it in general yes yeah. so i that just wanted to clear sense. that up and the, the daughter thing is like very specific and i that's if ridiculous. i were if I were Leanne, which is a scary thought, I would also <laughs> want to clear up that I didn't do the daughter thing because that's oh, yeah. really and honestly nasty. Whoever out there did do that, like screw Get you. A life. Yeah, Get like a life. you're a loser. You're a fucking loser. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's get into our grab the skinny pop moments of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. As we know, I was eating skinny pop just earlier today, kind of had it for breakfast. Um, mm -hmm. Luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bagful. Uh, Barry, from part two of this reunion, or honestly, from the whole Dallas season, what would your grab the Skinny Pop moment be? No, no, I'm going to stick it to just That's part fine. two of the reunion. You're um, like, I came prepared. <laughs> Don't change the prompt. <laughs> no, my moment was 
Deandra. I'm going to dedicate this to Deandra and about her family dynamic and more her in-depth explaining her last name situation and her apologizing to her mother and getting upset about that, which is fine. But there are some times with Mama D, like, I really can't stand her either. But then, all respect, filial piety. But then also the real moment was finding out how much was in that bank account and how much, how many zeros? (gasps) 40 million? More. More. Way more. More. Way more. And then, and there's even more. Her father has even more than Simmons does. So I was like, Ooh. oh my God, I know I'm swell. Oh, honey, I'm about if to you go, need uh, me I'm a- to hold on to some, I can do that for this you. Is my, this is the start of my quest to get adopted by Deandra. I'm like, <laughs> or D. Honestly, I'll get adopted by Mama D. I'm fine with I, that. I don't know. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't know about that. Dylan, what was your Dylan, moment? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ma, grab the skinny pop. Moment of the day. Uh, (laughs) That was not a very good mama D. I apologize. Um, It's going to be when um, they were talking about the chicken foot situation yet again. Mm -hmm. And Cameron really tried to deflect onto Stephanie. And I thought it was a poor choice on Cameron's part when she's like, remember what Stephanie said? Wasn't that way worse? Like, Tiffany, that's way worse. And Tiffany's like, that's not what I'm upset with you about. Like you are missing the whole entire point. And I thought some of the Tiffany and Cameron stuff at the reunion was pretty frustrating. But in that moment, I'm like, it's just like, sometimes there's something really satisfying about watching somebody just like talk themselves into a corner. And it's like, Cameron just stop. See, and I don't know if that's satisfying or makes my skin crawl because you're, you don't yeah. know how to get it. You're like, I need to help you, but I really just can't. You got to figure this one out on your own, but get out, either get way, out. Either way, I'm grabbing the skinny pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we guys, we love skinny pop so much. It's so good. I crave it all the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is today's grab the skinny pop moments. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. Now don't go anywhere because coming up is our interview with Dolores Catania and I'm just going to tell you it's a good one so don't go anywhere summer is fast approaching which means more social events more weddings to attend more nights on the town and hopefully more vacations that's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor Honey Love for covering us with the best shapewear with Honey Love you can feel your best even when you're wearing less they've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear plus they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor for a limited time only you can get Honey Love on sale get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are now so happy to be joined by one of our favorite Real Housewives of New Jersey, Dolores Catania. Hello, Dolores. How are you? Hi, Dylan. How are you? Hi, Dolores. We're doing well. We are. We have loved the season of Jersey. We're excited for this reunion that you have coming up. We have lots of questions, lots to talk about. Before we get into it, can you just tell us what we can expect from the reunion? How is it explosive, like we've heard? Explosive, yes. Um, but it, I what I like about it is it's you can everybody lets everyone talk. It's not what I you know. It's different than it usually screaming and you have to shut it off for a little while. You got to put it on mute <laughs> to start to get a headache. This reunion is is more. Um, I want to say. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's really good. I, I liked it. I liked it. It's like no one's throwing chairs at each other. Okay. It's violent, but it's productive. Okay, good. I, I was like, I don't want it to be boring. Because I feel <laughs> no, like sometimes, sometimes there's a lot of yelling, there's a lot of talking, and then you kind of feel like, okay, so we're in the exact same place that we were three no, hours like ago. A lot, a lot of resolution. That's good. That's good. That's Very great. Good. I, makes me I, happy. There's, I can't imagine who in your cast would be not letting somebody else finish what they're saying. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Jennifer Aiden would never interrupt. <laughs> no, so never. Funny. I, actually, there's a part of the reunion where she described something for me that I just couldn't bring the words out. Something, a procedure I had done. I'm like, I can't. And Jennifer <laughs> takes over for me. So in that moment, I did not mind her talking for me. Oh, in a good way. I, okay. Good I, way. I, I, yeah, okay. No, good way. <laughs> okay, so, good. How have you felt about this season in general? Obviously, every season is a different experience. There's been, you know, lots of stuff happening. Uh, how has this year been just for you in general? I'm very proud of this year. I have to say, this is my favorite. And um, I feel like because it was unexpected, Mm-hmm. And during COVID, we we only had ourselves to work with. We didn't have big events. We didn't have an extra housewife. We so there was you know you're a little nervous. You're like, what what is going to come of the season? We've mm-hmm. been in quarantine. We haven't left our houses, and then all of a sudden, it turns out to be the best that there is. And I mean, I think that shows that that's testament to who we are as a cast because it was us raw. It wasn't like. Right you know, there was some new, but not drama with the new. And um, it was just like really good. I I just loved it. I loved it. If I was just a viewer, I loved it. Well, <laughs> as a viewer, we me. loved it too. <laughs> Thank you. It almost killed me this season, took a lot out of me, but as you know. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get into that, we know you've been doing a lot with cancer awareness and domestic violence survivors. Can you tell us more about your work and why you feel so passionate? And especially during COVID, were you able to do more with that? So during COVID, I've always been a philanthropist. And I've since mm-hmm. I got my license, the first thing I did was I was working, I was like 17 and I, I bought um, a communion dress for a girl where at the church that I made my communion for that couldn't afford one. And that was mm-hmm. my first that I had ever done. And I've never stopped since. So I always go back home to my neighborhood to give back. So I do work with the domestic violence shelter where the women just show up with their kids and their clothes on their back. I get a call 
and I make sure they have whatever they need. And as you know, domestic violence rose during COVID, um, but we were scared, you know, I sat down for the first month of COVID and I said, wow, this is the first time in my life. I'm not going to be out running around doing this kind of stuff. And I started to read a book and then I started to get the calls from the hospitals. Do you know anybody you can reach out for donations? The workers were working overtime and they weren't going home. And I, I, from networking all these years, I was able to call people and say, do you want to donate? They're like, yeah, we didn't know where to go. So mm. it worked out. It was, a, it was an amazing group of people. I was handing out food and I was afraid, you know, I was afraid to get sick, but I also couldn't stand the thought of these young kids who are used to being in school, who only get fed in school, were had to sit home. So we set up a, a food pantry um, at one of the other shelters and, and the lines grew. And it's funny because I usually know the people that come for food, but it was a lot of new faces. Mm-hmm. So um, it really showed all the people that want to give. I, I met a lot of friends on this road during quarantine and people who like to really go out of their way and give the shirt off their back. So very great. That's amazing. That. Yeah. I, I wish they showed a little bit like more of that on the show, even though well, I know it's like, you know, we filmed it. We did. We filmed it. You just didn't get to see it. So we did get to see though, you got this award for, from, you yeah. know, for the cancer stuff. Like it's been really great seeing you be open about that. And that's something that, you know, really is important that everybody is, you know, comfortable talking about and aware of. And it's been great to see that on this season. So as much as I talk about my plastic surgery, I always have to be <laughs> honest and talk about what else is going on. As you see, what happened was um, Margaret and I are, we call each other mitzvah partners. So we did an event for Maimonides Hospital. It's called the Pink Runway. And it's about the women that walk down the aisle after chemo. They've been through hell and back and they get dressed up. And some of them are starting chemo. Some of them have been through it. And it's like, there's beauty after chemo, right? And this event I left, never the same. I wanted to know more about it. I went to Maimonides. I got more involved. And then one day somebody said to me there, my friend, Michael Barakat, he said, when's your last mammogram? Well, it had been like five years. Mm-hmm. So he insisted that I go and it turned out there was something. Thank God it turned out to be nothing. But had it been something, I would have been in trouble. So here's where my platform comes in and the show that I love this show so much. As much as sometimes it's not easy, there's so much good that comes with it. Because I have so many DMs saying, I made my mammogram appointment because I saw what you did. And so many. And so many people reached out thanking me for what I do. When I don't even think I do anything. I don't want to be right. I just want you right. to do, to go to a shelter. You like what I do? You could do it, mm-hmm. you know, or go get yourself checked. So, yeah. I think it's wow. easy to think like, oh, I'm, you know, me going to get the mammogram is something that I'm doing for myself. But by doing it on the show and talking about it, you know, even just one person that goes and gets their mammogram because of that is, you know, a win already. So being a difference in a lot of people's lives. And and it's just like using your, like I said, using your platform. I have an unreal event coming up. I'm so excited about it. I hope it comes to like I'm in the works of doing a softball game with the housewives at MC Field in Coney Island. Oh, Raymondity's Hospital. And <laughs> that's going to be my event for this year. But uh, I just have to lock down all the things. And I'm very excited about that. You okay, gotta, we need you to send go. us the info if yeah. you need, like, uh, if you need <laughs> a- I, I want the husbands and the whole cast <laughs> has to, if they, 
one person doesn't come to my softball team, they're in trouble. My if team. you well, need a cheerleader or something, yeah. I'll, I'll be now, available. <laughs> everyone's going to come now that you said the husbands just to watch the husbands play. No one's going to care that the housewives are there. <laughs> as long as they come, it's a charity yes. event and I'm really excited about it. And that I mean, sounds amazing. Listen, let's face it. We're not the most athletic. We're just... <laughs> what? No. <laughs> so... Speaking of the Jersey husbands, I feel like this year more than ever before, people are just can't get enough of these guys on the show. Has it been, is it surprising to you or, you know, is it kind of funny for you women talking about how everybody's just obsessed with Frank and Joey and Joe B and jealous. I think (laughs) steal the spotlight from us, but I'm not surprised because the dynamics and their humor, their sophomoric humor, it's like, a frat house meets a Guido's. And that's like, <laughs> I don't know how else I would ex- describe it. And uh, they're funny. And the way they go off on each other and how they handle themselves. And Joe Gorga gets big Frank. It's like, it's like my Chihuahua and my Pitbull. And the Chihuahuas get in the Pitbull to do all these things. <laughs> and um, so it's so funny because he gets Frank to do things like, eat a worm and together like what are you doing frank catania you never drink (laughs) so they do these things and there's so much you don't see it's so much you know i'm getting so upset now every time now we have to reach out to bravo we need to tell them there needs to be a whole episode of things we didn't see from this season you didn't see which i wish you did see with me was i go to a shaman and i have a lot of like blockages i do yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to work through these things in my life and I'm not broken. It's called a blockage. We all have them. Right. So we're we all have, I guess, I don't even know what it is, but I know that there's something I need to reach. Um, I don't. So I speak to him and he gets down to the nitty gritty of a lot of things that a lot of people would relate to and you miss it. Maybe it's because Dallas took your shine on the whole shaman, the whole shaman thing. Yeah, that was a shaman. Mine's oh. different. Yeah, mine's okay. actually. Uh. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. 
So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's been interesting this season. Obviously, your relationship with David has been a major topic of conversation. Was it surprising to you that the other women were kind of so invested in figuring out what's going on? Because watching the show, it, feel, it you seem happy. Like, you seem like you are doing what you need to do for yourself. And they seem so concerned with the particulars of what's yeah. happening when. I have, you know, I'm a very principled person. And, mm-hmm. I, I, and I really live by the fact that if you're my friend, you're my family. Right. And my, I feel that my family, I'm just, my opinion has a right to um, be vocal on how they feel about anything in my life, my friends, my family. But when you cross, and I've let them pound me about it because I know, listen, I have, I'm a lot older than them and I've lived 10 lives on all of them. So, um, you know, they're not divorced. I've been divorced since I'm 28 years old. They are very married to their husbands. They've been with their husbands for a very long time. They're, I want to, I, codependent, not in a bad way. It's just what I see. Like they need to be around. I don't need mm-hmm. anybody. I don't. So, and it, and it didn't come for me easily. So, you know, once I got past the point of my loneliness after my divorce, raising my kids by myself, you know, the broken woman that I am, um, <laughs> raising my kids by myself, one's a doctor, one's on Wall Street, you know, the, the broken person. I've taken in kids. <laughs> I've um, taken in dogs. I've saved lives. I've worked 25 jobs, but that's okay. I'm broken. Um, anyway, <laughs> you know, the person that I am, um, you know, I, I look at them and I say to myself, you know, I hear Melissa saying she wants her freedom. Can you handle your freedom? Because guess what, Melissa? Um, it's not, you know, you, you got to be thick skinned for it. you got to be tough. You gotta, like, how much freedom do you want? And nothing's for free. So your husband gets freedom, you get freedom. And then what? Like, he, hmm. that's what Joe's afraid of. It's a different dynamics, right? So they don't even know what they're asking for. Jackie's right. talking about, I didn't transition. I didn't get... I didn't get engaged, so they they didn't know about the transition. Life is not a therapy session. Sometimes there will be no transition. There will be no talking about your emotions. You just roll with the next thing, and that's how I live. I don't right. need to talk about it. I don't need to cry about it. I'm good. I'm good because anything that hasn't happened in my life has always worked out for the best anyway. So I wasn't disappointed by that. But the thing is also you were vocal about also because they did a flashback of last year showing that you want you had wanted to get engaged. I would be a great. But now there it's also things change and you're happy right now. So it's like it was very confusing seeing other people so invested in something that number one didn't concern them. And number two, like you aren't broken. When that word came out, I'm like, like oh my I'm God. really okay. I've yeah. since been getting engaged. I had an apartment in the city. Right. My, the, the work I do has grown. I've grown on the show. Mm-hmm. I've met more people than I've ever thought I was going before COVID. I was going to events. I was sitting and becoming friends with people that I, I only read about in books. Like, you know, um, Preston Bailey, 
like he's a famous decorator. Yeah. And I'm like, I used to see his book on Dina's end table. I'd be like, wow. <laughs> oh my. And now him and I are friends. Like I was going, like I was shaking hands. I'd walk into a room by myself of 500, 600 people and sit next to Buzz Aldrin and Gloria Estefan. I mean, like, oh, oh my goodness. Guess what? If I was Dolores. with a fan right. wanted me home when he got home from work, that's not happening. Right. And I didn't live a life. This is my first bout of freedom. So the fact that I didn't get engaged, and here's what it was, and I'm going to exclusively tell you. Okay. On that couch, when I said, I'm a good catch and I'm angry, it's because at the time I said, I'm okay. But I like David enough and care about David enough to say that he should have got me when I wanted it. Mm -hmm. He should have got me when I said, well, are we going to do this or not? He should have skipped the engagement and ran to the courthouse because he's 56 years old now. And someday he's going to want to have somebody next to him full time. And you know, if, what if I'm not there? Right. We're not, we're, you know, we can go our separate ways and there's, there's a big chance that we can do that. So I wanted it more for him too, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm okay. Again, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I am a good catch and angry as well. So you know what I mean? Like, like I'm I'm angry for you, David. I'm angry for you, not for myself. Right. Right. And but, you know that you'll be you know that you'll be okay regardless of what happens in the future. Yeah. But there's this alternate situation where, you know, he could have kind of secured whatever, you know, future yeah, thing. Like, like yeah, exactly. But again, I'm like there was no reason not to do that. There was no reason not to get engaged, but I'm okay that it didn't happen. Right. Okay. I feel strongly. You know like, does your Yes, totally. Uh, well, 100%. I feel strongly that you should have like a morning talk show. <laughs> no joke. No oh joke. God, like biggest. I'm literally sitting here and I'm just like, I'm getting lost in what I want to say next because I'm just listening to like everything. <laughs> oh, that's such say. a compliment to me because sometimes when I talk, I'm like, I have to ask you, does that make sense what I just said? Yes. First guest, Gloria Stefan. First <laughs> guest on the show. <laughs> I would I'm like love sitting that. next to the guy that landed on the moon. I'm like, okay, guess what? I don't have to call my boyfriend and tell him I'm not, I'm going to be home late because. I don't have to. Speaking of you hosting a show, we did a post yeah. saying that you should host a dating show where Frank <laughs> Sr. and Frankie are finding love. And that was like... I saw that. That was funny. That got <laughs> so many likes, so many comments. People were like, this needs to happen now. What What would you think about a dating show for <laughs> the Franks? For Big Frank, yes. For Little Frankie, no. Frankie right now has his head down in his books, Ugh. computer... He's working constantly. He does have a girlfriend, but he doesn't see her a lot because he's working so hard. He really wants to be somebody like he wants to be very successful. Mm. You know what? You don't know a a lot is about Frank lost all his money years. Like when every, when everything crashed. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was like 2007 or something. And I had to start working and I had to work whatever I could do. I bartend and I don't drink. And Frankie used to write me little notes on my pillow saying, mom, you won't have to do this again. I'll take oh care. Oh my of you. God. So since then, Frankie's been obsessed. Like Gabrielle worked at a barn at 12 years old to pay for her horse. And we really hit rock bottom. 
And we've come, of course, but Frankie was really affected by that. And he used to sit like, cause sometimes I'd get home at three o'clock in the morning and he would be wait Cause he slept with me and I was a single mom. And, you know, I had, my sister would stay with me when I had to work, but he wanted to be with me. And he used to wake up. He used to check the stock market when he was in seventh grade. Oh my God. Like, Mom, we could, we could scrap our gold today. It's, it's today's it's gold is high. So now Frankie his head is down and he just wants to be successful and never be in that position again. Wow. That's amazing. Especially since he, how old, he's That's young. Amazing. How old You're is he? So oh he, my God. He already passed his series seven. Oh. He, he took the um, GMA is called. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm, I'm <laughs> dyslexic. I have a third grade math level and I barely graduated high school. So, well, you're doing great, Dolores. Counted these kids <laughs> in education, education. So, you know, Frankie is just focused and he said nothing's getting in the way of what I have to do. You have wow. great kids. I mean, they just, yeah. their heads are on their shoulders, you know, nice and sturdy and it, whatever you, you know, you being the broken woman that you are, it seems oh, like <laughs> everything turned out okay. I taught them how not to be broken. Well, now we know why every time you see Frank, you go, oh my God, Frankie. Oh my God, my little Frankie. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God. Okay, now you know my, I, I know, I know. It's just, he's, he's like, they're both, they really are both just like, so nothing bothers them. They ha- they know what they're doing and. Get to know Gabby better because each kid is affected differently, right? Right. This kid is hard as nails like she was in africa um saving animals from being poached like in a helicopter tranquilizing them with a gun and going down and working on them this is gabby she's got me i'm going to like some forest week like the yellowstone national park i have to go buy hiking shoes i don't even know what they look like i have to go in a, in the woods with her for like a week don't ask me why she asked me to do it i'm a mother i'm going i'd rather give my kidney Oh, that say, sounds I, great, though. I've been to Yellowstone. It's gorgeous. So I'm sure you'll you get. Have? Yeah, I went when I was a kid. It, you'll get some beautiful photos. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, like you, Dolores, I have never been to Yellowstone. <laughs> Gabrielle, it's not a beach. It's on here. Oh, my gosh. That is great. <laughs> well, tick in my hair. Yeah, I don't. So, okay, moving fine. on. You'll love it. And it's so, cold. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, because it's, it's like not, yeah. it's still like early, I guess. Ugh. Yeah. So we know that you're not the biggest fan of Miss Singer. Has Teresa told you anything about their time together, Turks? No, because last night was the first time I spoke to her. So since they've been back. Yeah. And it was only about, um, she just, wanted to check on me because I've been getting a hard time this season. She goes, I want you to know, you know, I was, I, I, I didn't say anything. I was never against you. And that's the kind of friends we are. And I'm like, Teresa, it's like not like, and she was with Louie and she was like, so happy. Oh, mm. I'm cavelling over them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. It's so oh funny. Cause on this season, you know, it obviously she's seeing him. Maybe it's starting to get serious, but it's yeah. been now several months since that. And clearly right. they're just head over heels for each other. It's everything you could ever want for a friend and for someone who's been through what she's been through. He is the most beautiful man. He he's when he speaks to you, like he's got this force, like this voice. <gasps> he got on the phone. I was like, hi, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, like, I'm like, I talk like this with you guys. I'm like, 
Hi. <laughs> oh my God. Honestly, that's amazing to hear from so many people. Cause Dylan and I were talking about that earlier and she seems so happy. Like, you know, her obviously a lot better than we do. And we as viewers have never seen this side of Teresa before ever. And it really looks like she is on cloud nine. Okay. So let me describe to you what I, I call this. I'm like, you know, it's like he comes and he softened her. The, the, the soft part of Teresa, when a man comes around and you're hard because you have to be tough, right? Life made you tough. I've been there. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, and here comes like somebody who like pats your head softly. Like, we're not used to that. We're not used to that. And he speaks nicely to her and he's like, you're having a bad day. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. I'll start crying right now because that's what she has. And that's oh why now you see the side of Teresa that could have never been before because she needed to survive and she needed to be right. She, right. She's always kind. Like, well, you know, maybe not. <laughs> like, um, you know, she's never been like able to be softened and to be vulnerable. And here comes this guy who just is like, just adores her and talks sweet to her and has her speak. She even talks like hearing her talk last night. It was like a different side. Wow. And I know, and I understand, and I knew it would be here and I knew what was coming. Yeah. I saw the dynamics of this relationship. I said, Oh, I, there's not a word for it, but I'm like, yeah, I know that one. Wow. Well, we are, we're so glad yeah. to hear it. We were so glad that we got to have you on the podcast before the season ended. We can't wait to see the Thank reunion. You. Thank you for having me. And all of the great stuff you have coming. We'll, we'll see you at the softball game. Let's do like, you better see me at the softball game. And yeah. so little Frankie does not want a dating game, but big Frank needs. Okay. okay Let's we'll, do it. Let's we'll do start like putting some Instagram contacts together. <laughs> with big Frank. Frank can use like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god that would be awesome well this was so fun Dolores I'm so fun. thank you and thank so you for happy. what you said that means the whole world to me really of course thanks Dolores thanks guys Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow our podcast so you don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.